0: Welcome to Music Ranked, a special production from the Toddcast Podcast. Each month, Todd and I review
1: some of our favorite bands and musical acts.
0: Stemming from a list Eric made a decade ago, he created an algorithm to see who exactly was his favorite band.
1: Now, I do extensive research and rate and review every song.
0: We talk about our memories and artists' histories.
1: At the end, we will have all music music ranked.
0: Hello and welcome to the Todd cast. I am joined by Eric to do another episode of music ranked palette cleanse edition and we are going to talk about cake Eric. How do you fancy some cake this morning.
1: You know Todd I was uh, largely unfamiliar with cake and this of course for those who are unfamiliar with the palette cleanse we just finished up with Richard Marks and which we will say he's not your favorite not your you know, he, he, he moved up in your in your mind, so to speak, but he's probably right. still not not on the top of your list by any means. Oh reason. no, he
0: of of everything that we've reviewed, I, I would say unfortunately he is, you know, um, he has taken the coveted Simon and Garfunkel bottom spot. Uh, which which isn't to say that I hate him, but not necessarily my jam either. Plus yeah. we've done about ten artists since the last palette cleanse. So it was about time.
1: Yeah, Shake
0: yeah. shake things up and introduce a band that was on my list that was not on yours at all. And I swear it's not an intentional trend to keep feeding you four-letter band names after common objects. But after Tool, we've got Cake. And here we are. How'd that, how'd that search term go for you, Eric? Uh, uh,
1: no, so, <laughs> all right. So the whole process of Cake. All right. So I had to really learn. I probably had to hit up wikipedia first cuz i just only know of cake for two
0: songs the
1: distance and what short skirt long jacket Th- those yeah. are the those... two most notable cake songs
0: yeah if if you if you've listened to the radio in the past you know 30 years that's that's probably what you know of cake if you haven't dug in on any of their other stuff that that does not surprise me yeah and they're good songs so
1: yeah, exactly. So when I searched for cake, you, of course, then you do cake, the band or cake, whatever. And then I finally found who the lead singer was and, and it's prominently, you know, there's not like a whole bunch of people in the band that's, that's put themselves out there. To truth be told, the lead singer hasn't really put themselves out there that much. So finding interviews and finding documentaries and so forth was kind of difficult was not the easiest thing in the world. But nonetheless, I did find it. But, you know, I thought when you basically said, yeah, cake's on my list. And where, where is cake on your list? Do you, do you know? Is it like top 10 or is it?
0: Cake is at number 10 on my list. They actually are, are top 10 material in the 10 spot.
1: So when you... I'm sure, number one, we all know that in my list, Weird Al is the the oddball. And everyone will argue with me over his 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 place <laughs> on the throne there. <laughs> the the uh, the bronze medalist Weird Al. Uh, there, there, but there are other g- groups on my list that you, you would be like, really? Well, Richard Marks could be one easily, you know? And, and for me, Cake kind of did oh, yeah. that. Where yeah. I said Cake, I thought they were a one-hit wonder or two-hit wonder. Like, I didn't know much of them. To have them rank in someone's top ten, I was – I was okay, let's there's something I'm missing here. Right. Uh where I kinda knew people like Tool. So when you said, all right, let's do Tool, I kinda knew that was like a popular enough band by the masses right where I did not feel that Cake had somewhat of a following or notable. But, you know, and that and with that being said, after going through and listening, yeah, there are definite people that appreciate Cake and as we continue going on, every time I say cake, I'm going to kind of chuckle inside, that knowing that it's, it's, it's a bit ridiculous uh, when we talk about <laughs> liking cake. Because, yeah. I mean, what, what do you think? So, so that was my original thought. So I was happy to go through the, the catalog, and I believe they had, what, 82 qualified songs and four or five albums and it was and, and there was like a B sides and rarities and so forth. It, yeah.
0: So yeah. Are
1: you one that had all their albums?
0: Yeah. I mean, I've heard Cake on the radio, probably as far back as when The Distance was on the radio, and it was a song. It's like, eh, it's, a, it's a good song. It's fine. You know, back in back in the days when they they called that kind of music alternative, it got pretty heavy play, and I I enjoyed it, but I didn't like you know run out and get all their albums at that point. It was around the time that their Comfort Eagle album dropped which looks like it was in 2001 is when I got my first actual cake album and listened to it and found out I really enjoyed it and shortly thereafter I went through to acquire everything else that they've got because that's how I roll find one thing you like you must get them all to see how they all you know stack up and I found that I I really I really like them you're right their music is a little different it's good music but it's not, you know, the classic rock or heavy metal that I'm normally listening to. It's a little quirky. It's a little fun. John McRae's style of singing is is definitely one of the unique things about them in that it's 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 not really singing, but it's not really spoken either. It's kind of this weird middle middle ground thing yeah. that, you know, I can see maybe not being everyone's taste, but it works for me, and I, I enjoy that. So. Well,
1: there's many a times where you and I will be... Marco Poloing back and forth, which is a small video text message chat type application. And right. frequently you'll have Spotify or I'm guessing it's Spotify or Pandora, one of the two. Yeah. And yeah. it'll be a cake channel with cake music in the background. And it just wasn't one of those bands that I'd ever thought of like, oh, yeah, there's obviously this is a genre or so forth. But right. I appreciated cake far more than I would originally anticipated to the point where There were lots more more four star songs than I would have thought, you know, like from a band that I did not know of. They managed to get like some five star songs out of me, Uh, three five stars to be exact. And then four twenty seven. And then they only really had two two stars and very and zero noise tracks, so to speak, or one star songs. So I was really, really pleased. And it was an enjoyable process the entire time listening. So I was I was. I'm happy that this was number 10 on your list and that I've got to discover them so early on. Now they are in my normal playlists as featured, featured stars. So, yeah. what, so what got you into, into cake in general?
0: I think when, uh, when Comfort Eagle came out, you know, that's, that's the one short skirt, long jackets off of. Yeah. And, you know, because it was on the ra- on the radio and so forth, that kind of put them back into my mind. And I'm like, well, let me check out their album. And like I said, I just listened to it. I'm like, this is this is yeah. good stuff. I really enjoy this.
1: <laughs> there wasn't like a college uh, concert or anything in that aspect, because I think they're no,
0: no
1: kind of no because
0: vain cuz you know the the distance you know came out would have been well while I was at college but Comfort Eagle 2001 I was living in Florida like I was that was post college
1: oh um, yeah yeah
0: and now I did go to their concert that makes for for some interesting situations uh, based on hair and I will explain so they did have a show in St. Petersburg, Florida where I was where I was living at the time got tickets to that and I did two hair-based Gimmicks, I guess, you know, for the show. One, I had at the time, I had my hair kind of short, and I got mm-hmm. some blue hair dye. Kind of, it, it kind of like was applied, kind of like hairspray, like it was like spray-on hair dye, sure. like temporary, yeah. like it'll yeah. it'll wash out, kind of a thing. Just because it wasn't like a punk show, I was like, I'll have blue hair for this concert. What the hell? Which didn't necessarily go well because it was an outdoor venue. And it wasn't pouring down rain, but it was kind of that misty kind of a thing. So I had bluish hair, and then I had bluish shoulders of my shirt situation going on by the time it was all said and done. And then the other (laughs) thing I did, and I, you know, as a 45-year-old, I struggle to really come up with a good reason as to why I did this. Other than, you know, I was a 20-something Pothead going to a concert and it seemed like a funny thing to do at the time. I shaved my chest hair in the shape of an arrow pointing down at my crotch. You know how your chest hair, you've got what they call the happy trail that goes from your chest yeah, down sure. into your, you know, whatever. So there was a, that was the main line, and then there was like a patch of hair on my belly into an arrowhead, and then the patch up on the old sternum, you know, was kind of the the fletching of the arrow. So yeah, I took some clippers and rough cut that shape in and then you know took a razor blade to get rid of the rest of it uh you know and i'm sort of a pale guy and i have fairly dark hair so it it definitely you know showed up and i wore some short sleeve goofy button-up shirt that i you know had unbuttoned the whole time just in case anyone was curious hey i wonder where this guy's genitalia were i, oh, I gave him oh, a ready oh. reference like i said i really don't know that i can quantify why i did that other than yeah, like it'd be funny um, all right
1: well um, yeah that sounds like what a 20 uh, something uh, would would do and yeah. um, looking back yeah maybe maybe not not something <laughs> we would want to do now
0: uh, you now
1: no. do pictures exist of this todd
0: sadly i don't believe they do um you know this on our minds pre- this was pre-everyone-has-a-phone-slash-computer-in-their-pocket-at-all-times, and I don't even know if we, you know, took the time to get the, you know, 27-exposure-disposable-soback sure. situation uh, in play at that point. So, no. This is in order truly for that living effect, in
1: the moment, yeah.
0: K- kind of. So, yeah, I don't think there's any photos of any of that. But I can say this. It was an excellent show. Even though it was, you know, rainy and gross, it was still a, it, was, it was a kick-ass yeah. show. I very much enjoyed it. Good times.
1: <laughs> good, good. Well, we'll take a break real quick. We'll come back. We'll talk about more shenanigans at concerts, because that was one thing that intrigued me. When buying clothes, you have choices. You can be stylish, be trendy, be outspoken. But those are all the wrong answers. We want you to be like Justin Benline. Be, be beige. beige. Why show personality in your clothing when you can lock yourself away and be forgotten? Franchise 10 Apparel has been bringing the best clothes and accessories that'll never be seen. Even hermits wear shirts. Visit JustinBenline.com and save 30% off the Justin Benline collection. JustinBenline.com. No personality, no problem. Be beige. All right, and we're back. Uh, Todd. One thing, uh, were you the one that told me, or I know ne- for a fact, or was Kate the one that gives out trees at their concerts? <laughs> like they like they give away trees to people?
0: I do not recall any tree giveaways, at least okay. at the show I was at. This is the first no. I'm hearing of this, so please, oh. Eric, do share.
1: So I was able to find maybe, what, four, five John McRae podcast interviews and then okay. on youtube i was there's no like documentary of cake's history it's not like one of those behind the musics or you you just couldn't find that so what you could find were sit down interviews with john mccray so essentially i got his opinion on a lot of things and one of those in the interviews and i believe there might have been an album review if i'm correct there was an album review and just an overall Band review by a couple fans Much like what we're doing ourselves And part of that there was discussion on Funny enough one of them Actually discussed for SEO purposes Why it's really difficult to find cake uh, The band stuff which is Right we discussed earlier which (laughs) is Really funny that we're not the only people that think that Kind of things Uh, secondly the other one Was talking about concerts and how they you know Had a decent you know nice concert nice fans And so forth but one of the weird things they do um, Was give away trees (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like at concerts to people. So there must be like environmentalists in a sense where they want, uh, I don't know if they auctioned it off. I don't know at the end of the, the event, <laughs> how, how many trees they were handing out as like you left. Here's a little baby tree or whatever. Either way, cake uh, must be known for giving trees. Cause that was mentioned on, I think two of the podcasts and, or maybe referenced directly in a interview with McCray. So huh. uh, I thought I was just wondering maybe if you got a tree and, or if they, took note uh, of your, your hair designs and gave you a
0: better tree because of your, I, your progress. Yeah, no, no, I must've missed out on that one.
1: Well, either way, I guess he can, uh, I guess they can be a little confrontational in, in their, their mix uh, or at their concerts and so forth. And by confrontational meaning like, I guess he, you know, obviously most musicians are probably not fan of piracy and, or um, the record labels. And it was very right. much said in, in his, one of his interviews, it's just like, yeah, you know, to make a new album, You essentially make zero money off of it, you know, like so like to so it makes more sense just to tour, you know, because at that point in time, if you make a new album, number one, it sounds to me like they don't get nearly as large a percentage or the record labels have more control, this and that. And they even toyed with the idea of just being like, yeah, we'll make new songs and we'll just tour them. And and that would that'd be better than actually. So it it was a nice little look into the record industry and an actual perspective from an artist that. You know, it's like you want us to put out a new album. We have four or five albums or six at this point. But every time we do that, there's marginal increases or it's just not like doesn't make it. It's not like a win-win for everyone, which is interesting. You don't you don't really think of that. You think about like the Spotify's and the Pandora's now and they must make very little compared to the the old days you know because if cake came around right. in what 90 in the mid 90s there were still CDs and that's you still made your money off CDs and you know there wasn't streaming platforms and in video there wasn't even DVR or YouTube for that matter so when you right. watched it on MTV it really was a promotional you like you if you wanted to hear the song you had to wait for it on a radio or wait for it on MTV or you buy the CD now it's a matter right. of like all right Spotify playlist if you want to hear cake, then and you want to hear the distance, make a cake playlist. More than likely you're gonna hear the distance within the next hour. You know? It's right. just how it right. works. So that was pretty interesting. And it seems like he had some, you know, points and vocal points on that. But nothing nothing too extreme to say but but I guess he would say in, in concerts and stuff, since you're most of you guys are gonna pirate this anyway. <laughs> stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh <laughs> so right. Uh, and there were a couple other, I can't recall exactly the instances, but there were a couple things that they said he did at concerts that were like head turning a, a little bit, which is, wasn't sure if you had any of those.
0: Yeah. I can't remember anything specific, but I, I do have something of a lingering memory of him being a little snarky.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's, in, that's in kind of the,
0: of the vein, what you're, what you're describing, like, I can't remember the specifics, but, um, that, that sounds familiar to me.
1: Yeah. So what is your, I guess if we were going to talk about songs what was what is your go-tos or favorites
0: so yeah so i've not really ranked these to say this is my absolute favorite but i, I can refer what to, is, wrong, you know, with the, what is the, wrong with you what is wrong with you i leave that to you man that you, i know you know but i can say my five stars and four stars there is a song called conroy off the b-sides album that is that is instrumental and just has a quirky weird sound i really enjoy conroy Uh There's another there's another one off the B-Sides and Rarities called Thrills, which is kind of them jamming out. And there's a sample of what sounds like some sort of like preacher from the 60s who's talking about, you know, the evils of rock and roll sort of overlaid in spots. I really enjoy that. Comfort Eagle, both the album and the song I really like. Uh, There's another instrumental called Arco Arena that is just just a, a, a sweet, sweet jam. Um, and then for reasons that are difficult to, to explain, there's a song called take it all away. That just every time that comes on that, I don't know, that just resonates with me somehow. Yeah. And then yeah. the other two that I'll mention is they've got a song off of prolonging the magic that is called Satan is my motor, which is just funny and fun to me. I enjoy that song. Uh, for I don't know if it still is, but for the longest time, uh, I had convinced Abby to use that song as my ringtone when I call her. You know, by her own request, whenever Abby calls me, my phone will start playing Cold Hard Bitch by Jet, if you're yeah. familiar with that song. And I again, am. that is her theme song she has selected and has asked me to use. And she's like, what do you want me to use for you? And I'm like, let's go with Satan is My Motor from Cake. Uh, so that's that's fun.
1: That is uh, that is the way to be done with, with theme <laughs> yeah. music and so forth. And what is yeah. your final selection here on your acceptance uh, speech of cake? These are the greatest cake <laughs> songs.
0: <laughs> I guess there's, there's two. One, stick shifts and safety belts. If it comes on the radio when we're on car trips. We'll turn into a family sing-along, oh. which is fun. And the last piece is they do a really good cover of I Will Survive. That I imagine most people disagree with me on this, but I actually kind of like it more than the original.
1: Uh, well, the, who, who's the original? Do you know? Is it Donna Summers? Uh, am, I, am I thinking that, that correct?
0: I, I think well, so. I, yeah,
1: she she has gone down in record and said that it, that is the worst rendition. She absolutely dislikes that one only because because she's real Christian now, and uh, they curse in it. And she's even changed the lyrics to the uh, the new one when she performs it to be more uh, Christiany. So oh I really? um, found that very funny because I think they just talk about that on several of the podcasts about how, like, yeah, she's even went into under record saying she hates it. But, of course, I, I enjoyed it more so than I say that almost makes
0: me love it even more now. Absolutely. But... especially
1: <laughs> Yes. So the, we go down. Todd endorses that uh, I will survive is better than the original. Put that on your oh, yeah. headlines. Uh, stir up some controversy. There you go. And this is where it's always really funny to me is you and I on a level. <laughs> of great groups are pretty in sync. Like we yeah. we have very similar tastes and, or and when it all shakes up, Kate very well be in top, you know, to, a top 50 band for me. They scored well enough. Right. I mean, they're not, right. they're not, they didn't beat out any of my major acts. I mean, I no. think they beat out Tool. And I believe if I'm, you know, and I might have to pull this up. I think they even beat out like Jethro Tall and CSNY, or, or come really darn close. Yeah. Mind you that. Yeah. Cake could also put out albums or some of these are not going to do that. So they could jump up a little bit, which which is cool. But when you talk about favorite songs, it's almost you. And this goes universal. You and I have why like different varieties in what we enjoy in a song. But as a collective whole, as a genre and as a group, we typically are in the same vein, which is really funny. So. For me, I ranked a lot of. I went through and I ranked a lot of these songs as like threes and fours, and then I go through and I audit the fours. And at that point in time, I started thinking to myself, you know, some of these songs are so catchy, and I found myself singing them, you know, and like, oh, yeah. humming along and stuff. And I'm like, that if that's not a sign of a five star, and the reason it wasn't a sure thing five star right off the get-go is I have no nostalgia and I haven't listened to them for for years or, you know, it's a matter of, like I'm trying to rank. It's difficult to know a five-star song if you just heard it. So I went through and I listened for several weeks on albums and so forth. And I find, I I feel there was five or three songs that I moved to a five-star with a couple borderline songs. So I listened to The Distance and that was the, I was like, if there was a five-star song, let me start with this and and that and short skirt, long jacket. And I decided to pick one of those as a five and the other one would be a four but probably the top of the fours, right? So The Distance to me was a four-star song, and I liked Short Skirt Long Jacket as a five-star song, all right? So I put that as as kind of like the turning point. So then I listened to the other fours, and I said, is it better than The Distance? And in the same vein, do I like it more than Short Skirt Long Jacket? And I found two songs that I enjoyed. And one is called You Turn the Screws, and the other one is Mustache Man, which is in parentheses, Wasted. Those oh, yeah. are my three five-star songs. And for anyone that follows along, I like a catchy beat. I like your repetition. And, and typically, lyrics don't mean much to me. It is all about how the song goes. And, and right. I think they all have in common that aspect, right. which is just so funny because I'm looking at when you go down your list of songs and so forth, I'm like, yeah, those are some three, some fours. But for me, you and I just so differ on the acts like the micro data of
0: songs
1: (laughs) you know because yeah it's just so like what do you what's your favorite Beatles song is it is it um it's something way off compared to what I like
0: I I think it's quite possibly Maxwell Silverhammer
1: and there was another (laughs) one that was like it's either it was either really hard rock or really soft and I'm like whoa that was a unique choice um uh
0: Oh, geez. How long ago was it? We, we did the Beatles. It was quite episode. a while.
1: It's all right. Well, this um, is a good reason to go back and listen to the Beatles bookmark it. But yeah. Um, yeah. but it's really funny, though. When you look when we go back and we say, hey, what's our favorite song? Your songs are usually polar opposite of mine <laughs> and, and not in a good or bad way. just obviously different preference, which I found is kind right. of crazy. You know, you take a group like Cake, you think if you like Cake, you're going to like the same songs. But no, there's enough songs that you can say, yeah, well, I like this, you know, and, and I like this. And we still can have the same general outcome in, in our opinion. Besides just the general songs and so forth, uh, the, all the albums ranked similar to, for me. You know, I think uh, Comfort Eagle came in as my top. And then Prolonging the Magic and Showroom of Compassion were kind of um, close second and thirds. Uh, did you have a preference in terms of album? Is Comfort Eagle going to be your top pick too?
0: Yeah, and I'll say that probably owes itself to it being the first full album that I've got. Mm-hmm. It's probably the one that I've listened to the most. But on the other hand, I there are just a lot of solid tracks on that that I enjoy. Like right? Comfort Eagle's top top album for sure, for a variety of reasons.
1: And uh, yeah, and you know, and, and as time goes by, this is one of those weird bands that's like, well, I kind of just discovered them. In 2020, (laughs) uh, maybe a month ago. So we will see how things go as they pop, you know, up on my playlists and so forth. Uh, You know, the way it works, if you get a lot of skips, then I then I have to rethink, are you that caliber of song? You know, right. We all skip songs for various reasons, you know, but if it's consistent and you're in a high skip count, then we'll look at it. Or if you're a high play count for that matter. You know, and to be registered in iTunes for a play, it means it has to go all the way through, which means that's not a half. If you listen to it for half a song, it pretty much doesn't count. So it'll be interesting to see where cake lines up. And especially when they get it, if they ever put out a new album or anything, how that works. Uh, I appreciated the band. I really appreciated the palate cleanse in general. And you throwing it that way. I did not have any (laughs) nostalgic. I, I mustered up one little story for the website, but it's (laughs) Little to do with Cake, except for there was a song, you know, playing in the background. So it's not that relevant. But do you have any other uh, lasting thoughts, memories, anything you would like to discuss about Cake for our lovely Music Ranked
0: episode? Uh, No, like I said, there's not a lot of, you know, drama or controversy either with the band or with my history with them. It's just fun good music to sort of jam out to. I enjoy them. I will listen to their albums or, or a playlist of them, but I think probably a lot of folks just would find this to be pleasurable to come up every now and again on shuffle. It's just sure. it's just a little little burst of joy amongst whatever. And for me, with my iPhone being stacked the way it is, you know, you hit shuffle on mine and it's definitely a grab bag. Yeah. I mean, typically it'll it'll go from Zeppelin to, to Tool. To Black Sabbath, to you know, it, it'll go between various hard rocks and heavy metals, and then just poof! And right there in the middle of it, you'll hear, you know, the distance, and it's it's sort of a it's sort of its own little palate cleanse in in the <laughs> middle of your playlist. So you it, it works out well.
1: There you go. Well, you know what I say. We leave everyone today, leaving the Toddcast
0: with a tree. Uh, so pick it up on your way out. That's right. Just go outside, find a tree, dig it up, take it with you. That, it's you our gift <laughs> to you
1: compliment you
0: get get a nice workout and a tree and cleaner air and probably an upset neighbor but that's not our problem that's yours so thank you thank your neighbor for the tree thanks eric for the the information again if anyone wants to uh check out his his notes and references uh head on over to musicrank.com thanks for hanging out with us today listeners until next time i hope you all have a good one Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the podcast.